This is Have You Ever Considered Podcast, helping you to understand your thoughts about life's everyday issues. Uh, we explore them from the perspective of an advocate and a critic. Obviously, for the purpose of the argument, our views presented here might be stronger and less nuanced than the ones we hold in the real life. Uh, to emphasize that for each episode, we assume pen names or more accurately, pod names, so we can focus on the arguments and not on people. All right, um, Tommy Serafinski, I'm one of the co-hosts of this podcast. I'm William Manklo. I'm the other co-host of this podcast. And um, today we're going to be asking the question, have you ever considered flying less? Um, now, I'm not talking about personally, you know, you can't personally fly, can you? I'm talking about when you actually get into a plane and go somewhere. Uh, we're not talking about Harry Potter here. <laughs> Just throw, throw that in there. Um, my pod name is going to be, um, and you'll love this one, another play on words, uh, will not fly anymore. Right. Um, I have a pretty pretty dull pod name, Tommy the Frequent Flyer. Tommy the Frequent Flyer. Okay. How did you, uh, how did you come up with that name? Is it, do you fly often? You know, actually, probably I'm not a real frequent flyer, but I'm, I don't hesitate. Yeah, so if you were to go somewhere... You know, you you would you wouldn't hesitate to fly there. Uh, that's how I get in here. Yeah, that's how you got got to do, to do this recording, right? Uh, we'll not fly anymore. It's just a play on words. That's literally it. So, shall I go and state my case for not flying go or for fly, for fly for flying less? So, have you ever considered flying less? Straight away off the bat, flying is one of the most polluting forms of travel. In fact, I believe only cruise ships in particular are more polluting than flying so flying is not great for the environment and where it's also not just a matter of the pollution it creates uh, in the air it's also because it's right up in the higher atmosphere it's also the, the, the services that are surrounding it as well so if you think about how much pollution each airport creates and there's a lot there's a lot of planes in the air at any one time. So as an estimate, it's likely, and this slightly blows my mind actually, that there's anywhere between 7,782. This is a very specific number. I, I was doing a bit of research about this. So let's say between seven and a half to uh, nearly Eight and a, over eight and a half thousand planes, commercial flight flights in the air on average at any given time in the world. That's a lot of planes. That's a lot of that. Think of all that pollution that is producing. That's one thing. And how many of those flights are actually even really necessary? How many of those flights are actually allowing people to do do things that are actually productive to the world? That's my big case, is pollution. Flying is also one of the, shall we say, dullest forms of travel. When it comes to traveling, you, the journey is no longer part of the holiday. You know, you know what it's like when you go to an airport, you have to get there two hours or three hours early before your flight to go through security, go through the, a whole inhumane process of going through security and sitting for what seems like forever waiting for your your gate to be called and then you're shepherded onto this 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 metal tube um with lots of other people there's a good high chance you actually will be 
catching some form of uh, a cold or some some virus when you're on there. And when you when you once you're up there, nothing it, it it's it can be just very dull and very boring. To some people, it's quite stressful as well. So unhealthy. You're sat in a metal tube with hundreds of other people. It's tiring as well. It can be very stressful. It's dehumanizing, especially within the you know within the more budget airlines, and you've got very very little room to to sit. If you're a tall person, it's it, it can be very difficult. So, if you considered flying less, what that what would that actually look like? You know, flying enables does enable us to. I'll, I'll I'll concede that flying enables us to go further and faster, but is that really a good thing? Do we really measure everything that we do by speed, by distance? You know, when you fly less, you start to look much more close to home. That actually staying in your own country, you're staying within your own area, you start to find out things that actually, there are actually things that are on your doorstep, places that are on your metaphorical doorstep that doesn't take 12 hours to fly that doesn't go through all that stress, doesn't create all that pollution that you can you can go to. So, for example, a good example is so many people in the UK will fly to the south of Spain because they want to go for a beach holiday. There are literally thousands of beaches in the UK, on the UK around the UK shores that are as as good, as interesting, and as relaxing as the um, those that are overseas. Also. Let's consider then when you fly less, and I'm not saying don't fly at all. When you fly less, you also slow down your travel. And there is a, this method of slow travel, this idea of slow travel, going by train, going by long distance coach. Those two are great ways of getting around because you see the environment around you and what, what, what you're, you would miss when you fly. You know, if you fly into, especially if you fly internally, internally within a country, which you can do, of course, the journey becomes part of, the actual journey becomes part of the journey. It's no longer a chore. Um, I also think that we, if you think about it from a work aspect as well, that you become, become a lot more productive as well when you don't fly. Because flying is like, it's stressful, it's tiring, you don't have very much room. You actually, if you're on a train or whatever like that, you can you have so much more time to to think. And with the passing by of the of the scenery around you, it's quite it's quite creatively inspiring. Um yeah, those really are the cases I'm po- pointing out. So it's the pollution and it's also the dehumanization of what flying can actually how it dehumanizes you. It's very dull and boring way of traveling. When you go by other means of tra- public transport, so trains, buses, coaches, you get to see the world is world around you, and hey, you can actually maybe even break your journey and stop somewhere on the way. And particularly, even if you went down the route of a private car, it's you see so much more of the world. You're missing so much. That is my case for flying, considering flying less. Right. I'm a frequent flyer, Tommy the frequent flyer, my pod name. Let me right off the bat address a few um, points that you made. Journey is no longer part of the holiday. That's the whole point. That's the whole point. It is a chore. 
you want to go somewhere. You don't want to be traveling. You want to be there. You know, like it always cracks me when someone says like, I like traveling. Anyone who says that is a person who surely never traveled a lot because anyone who travels a lot know that traveling mostly sucks. So that's the whole point. Journey is not part of your holiday. It's quick and you get to the point where you want to be. Secondly, you know, on this dehumanizing, uncomfortable part, I don't know how many listeners were recently on the long distance coach, but that is uncomfortable and dehumanizing. Even the smallest aircraft, even the Ryanair is way more comfortable than a long distance coach. Uh, every single aspect. And you're equally being shepherded into like a small tube, except that tube is on the wheels rather than have wings. But everything else is the same. Um, so I, I don't see particular benefits here. When it comes to the pollution and, you know, this number of aircrafts that are in the air, like majority of them are cargo. They're not, they're not people flying. Majority of them are actually cargo. Um, so your personal decision of not flying or, or flying less actually won't affect this. Your decision of buying local might affect it. Your, but even, you know, like an industry is a major receiver of all those goods that are um, going over the aircraft. Um, and finally, you know, if you have a fear of flying, don't fly. I agree with that. Now, a little bit, you know, taking a step back from directly addressing some of the points, you know, one of the things that we, we knew already, and there was a, quite a lot of coverage in the media, that how the system is built right now, the major uh, airlines, they have their slots. And if they're, they have to fly the flights, otherwise they're going to lose their slots on the airports. So even if everybody who listened to this podcast decides to not fly and that will result with an empty plane, guess what? That plane will take off and land where it's supposed to land, no matter what, even if it's empty, because in the long run, the airline wants to keep their slots on the air airport. So you're not really making much difference when no not flying. You're just making your journey longer and you know, you potentially might need to take more days off of your holidays. And you're taking your days of holidays to be somewhere and spend time enjoying your time rather than being on the journey. If you want a holidays being a journey, well, yeah, go ahead and have a journey holiday. But that's not always the case. And um, so I talk about the ghost flights. There's another thing that is really, really nicely ties to your point, And that is that time of free of cheap flights are coming to an end because of a pollution because of a climate change so i would argue fly while you can fly while it's cheap because it's going away and you might miss it so i don't think you'll make a much difference right now by not flying other than just wasting ton of time but you might not have that choice in the near future because the cheap flights are going away. That is for sure. And, um, and finally, you know, there, is, uh, there are circumstances where people just need to fly. They have limited mobility. They have parents who are in the different parts of the world. You know, the society becomes more, became more mobile. 
and we're moving around and some of us you know they we don't have a uh, six days for round trip to visit our parents and you know like once you certain age you realize that you don't have that much time with your parents anymore because time flies pun intended um so you you may want to maximize the time you spend with your loved ones and get there quickly and spend as much time as you can and then come back um so yeah that's 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 my case you know other forms of transport like coach or or train they're, they're also like a metal tubes that you're getting shepherded into um and by making individual choices of not flying i don't really think that you're making a dent i don't really think that you're making any impact on either emissions or the whole business of flying and, and finally yeah you might not enjoy that for much longer so enjoy while you can stop the podcast stop the podcast um sorry for the interruption of this episode but we'd like to ask you to just to share this with uh, a friend of yours that maybe this particular subject actually resonates with and if you don't have a friend or maybe you don't have a friend that it will resonate with leave the five star rating actually leave the five star rating regardless on spotify or apple podcast and if you want to go an extra mile write a review this is great help for the podcast and it helps it reach more people throughout that throughout that whole thing there i was actually smiling and nodding a lot actually because you know this part of the podcast now is you know, we, we, we're not our advocate we're not the critic anymore we're, we're, we're just talking about this in general from our own point of view and a lot more trying to find some sort of consensus and some sort of conclusion to the to this topic that when I was sort of talking about thinking about this myself, because I was an advocate for flying less, I'm, I'm trying to be the advocate for flying less. And we actually looked at, so um, my wife is from Finland. This is a good example where you talk about time and how much time you can actually take to get somewhere. We looked at the, the time it would take us to get to where we wanted to get to in Finland. And do you know how long it would take to get there? We just literally just took public transport without flying. Have a guess. Four days? Yes, I think you've already told you, haven't I? Yeah, four days. It would take four I know, days. I know that going to Sweden takes three days. So. Yeah, so you just had an extra day on top. So, right? so I just added one day. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you, you knew that. So it, it, we'd have to have, and that would be continuously, in a way, continuously traveling, traveling. Um, we'd have at least one overnight stay. I think one overnight stay, maybe even two. I think it was one, yeah, at least two overnight stays somewhere. And it'd be continually traveling, traveling. So actually, it would be very detrimental because it would be very, that is, that would be very tiring, super tiring and super stressful because you, you have to make these connections and that type of thing. One thing I think that, so I think you would agree that that's not a great, that's not a great way of great use of time, is it? One, one great thing that when you, when you do consider flying less is one thing I did put into, put into my argument was, it actually slowing down your travel sometimes, especially when it's holidays, thinking about something's a little bit closer to where you are, you actually begin to see what's in your local area. I remember during, say, during the lockdown, where we couldn't go very far, we discovered so much more in our local area because we could only walk a certain distance from our house. We could only go be out for a certain amount of time. And you can analogize that to thinking, right, I'm not going to fly this year 
because the flight prices are going up. And in some ways, I kind of agree with you that, you know, that, you know, the flight, though, you know, get, take advantage of these cheap flights because they're not going to be around forever. But maybe you think about it as, right, I'm going to take steps because the flights are going to get more expensive. I'm going to think about traveling a lot more locally and maybe tra- taking the train somewhere. Gradually, gradually kind of, you know, like on, on the, on the slow travel thing, you know, I, 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 kind of like the idea but the the point is like this is different type of holiday this is you know so i i yes. I, I wouldn't say that i i plan these holidays in this nice place over there but then i'm gonna enjoy my travel there that's might happen but it's unlikely because you want to get to the place when you want to get and you want to spend as much time as you can there but i totally uh, agree with the type of holiday when you just you know i'm just i'm just that that travel is the holiday mm. and then you take your time and then you're you know like you might cycle if you're if you're cyclist if you're fit you know you may walk you know yes. you may hike you know long distance and yes and the whole point is like that you're that that is that is the, the changing scenery. Yeah, that is a holiday. You do the changing scenery. You're meeting new people. You're seeing new places. You're yes. you're going slowly, to, and that is the holiday. I totally understand that, and I totally agree. And this is a great type of holidays. But I don't. But you know, when we talk about like, oh, do this while you're going somewhere else, you're essentially asking someone to to take a, like a two holidays at the same time. Maybe which is actually reflected in the time required to do that because then yep. you're not taking you know your one week holiday or two week holiday you're taking three or four weeks holiday yes. which by the way might not be a bad thing in itself yes because we tend to take not enough days off right it's yes. like if you're going on holidays people take three weeks okay two weeks is not enough we have this mentality one week holiday two week holiday no take a three weeks minimum holidays right so that's maybe that goes hand in hand with like, you know, take a three weeks holidays and have like a two holidays in one. One is travel, one is something else. I would say though, and I will I definitely will challenge you on something from my own personal experience, that the traveling for me is very much part of the journey, a very much part of the holiday. So um which I just don't get often don't get from flying. Um I I think also from me talking about I'll be very clear that I'm not always the the the, the happiest flyer. I, I, I'm okay with it, um, but I can kind of feel anxious about flying and about turbulence and that type of thing. So I'll be absolutely clear about that. But when we, we've got friends who live up in Scotland, that when, when, as soon as we step foot outside of our door, I'm on my holiday. I'm not thinking about, right, we've got to get to the, ho- got to get to the, the airport for this and we have to go through this pro procedure and we have to get on the plane What's it? What's the flight going to be like? Am I going to enjoy it? Is it going to feel stressful for me? Um, and I often feel that I don't really start the holiday until I get to my destination. Whereas the actual travel, when I go to Scotland, for example, is I am. It's as soon as I'm out of the door, we're on holiday, and we're walking to the station because we know how long it takes to get to the station, and we're waiting for our train, and we might get a coffee and. We're on the train, and we're, we're we might have conversations with people that we we, we that get on and sit next to us, or we deal with situations where oh, is this your seat or my seat? You know that type of thing, and you end up having a really good long 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 chat with somebody you just randomly meet. Um, you see the world that's changing, ever changing outside of your window. You get to your destination, and in some sometimes, and I'll be totally honest with you, 
sometimes I've actually been disappointed of getting to the end of my journey because I, I enjoy that journey. It's very individual, isn't it? Oh, totally, yeah. You know, you know it's very individual. And, you know, in, another thing that we we kind of, you know, limiting our this conversation a lot uh and and at least i try to expand a little bit in my when i was laying in my case to holidays but there's like so many other cases where you could consider not flying and but it's it's not holidays but it isn't isn't, isn't you're not gonna you're not gonna enjoy right and and this is this is this is also kind of interesting because you're 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 you travel for business, right? Yes, exactly. And, and yeah. you can consider flying less for business, but then, you know, do I get the same outcome on an online meeting? Yes. Is the online meeting even possible if I'm flying somewhere to give a speech, especially for scientists? You know, am, am I going to have the same impact? Am I going to, de- am my delivery going to be better or worse if I'm not going to be there in place on, on, on the spot, right? So there's there's a, a lot of more of um situations where you can consider flying less and then make that decision. It's not on, it's an, it's it's not it's not only holidays. Uh, and yeah, exactly, yeah. I I pick up your point on holidays as well. Is 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 it I think it's a good idea to maybe even reframe what a holiday actually even is rather than it being right the destination is my holiday. Whereas the actual journey can also be your holiday as well. There's a great um, website called Man in Seat 61, and um, he actually gives you um, itinerary of how to get from one place to another place without flying. And he's a big advocate of that because he takes his family with him, and often they'll be on various forms of transport, including ferries and that type of thing. And it becomes part of the journey, and especially with their children, that their children have this great experience of traveling um a, a great example actually i've just thought about it is my mum has often talked about a uh, a european trip that they did not all by public transport they actually had a, a camper van that they went in and they went all the way down to austria hmm. and did this road trip and they went across uh, they actually went on one of the uh, the, the 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 hovercraft oh. that used to have cars and that type of thing in it and i've seen some old film of this and i'm like thinking that's such a great way to travel you you really get to see the environment change around you you really get to sort of like become it, it becomes part of that yeah. journey maybe reframe a holiday and, and i think so many people think a ho- you think of a holiday as i i want to get to the destination as quickly as possible and then relax and do nothing for two weeks and then come home yeah but this is the point like this is different type of holidays like the journey yes. is 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 the holiday right? yeah well make it's- it part of I, I would argue make it part of your holiday yeah no, I do. I did know. I also do know somebody who who said that they the flying is part of his part of the journey. They actually really enjoy the flying. Yeah, because like we said, it's it's very individual. You yes. know, like like the, the when I when I moved when I moved to Ireland, I for the first three years I spent holidays where I where I lived because it, it's a it's a beautiful place. Yes, and, and you were discovering it, and, and you? I was, and you know, I said like, yeah, people are actually flying over the Atlantic to this place to spend holidays, yes. and I'm already here. Yes. Why would I go anywhere? So I literally yes. booked the days off, and I hang out in my home, and go to the beach, and go to the mountain, and like I was, I was You're- on holidays, but I haven't traveled anywhere. I was sleeping in my bed. Yes, and it's been, it's been, and that obviously saves quite a bit of money as well, right? But if you, it's almost being a tourist in your own hometown. 
you know, I, I, I was born in and have lived pretty much my whole life in the city of Oxford, which is a beautiful city. It's world renowned. And I, I sometimes have to, I, I, I don't force myself, but I sometimes just kind of go like, William, let's, let's play tourist in my own city for a day because then I actually see what's on my doorstep because there's some really fascinating things here in Oxford. You know, I, I discovered like one of my favorite discoveries here in Oxford is that in one of the science museums, they have a, they have a, a chalkboard, like mathematics, mathematics equations that was written, handwritten by Albert Einstein. Wow. Do you know what I mean? So it's like, you know, that's the sort of, you can find those discoveries because you're, you can discover these things because you're thinking more locally and thinking that I can have a holiday anywhere. That's why I'm thinking about reframing the idea of what a holiday actually is. Yeah, yeah. So what do we have? What the conclusion is? Think about your holidays differently. Try different types of holidays. Yes. And if you got to fly, you got to fly. Yeah, don't, 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 don't sort of like feel you've like got to stop flying entirely. Um, I, 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 can't, I can't do that because we're going to, if I go to Finland, for example, that's a great example because we go there on a regular basis. We have family and friends there, which we, we like to and need to see on a regular, regular occurrence. And getting there, anything other than flying would, well, it would just take days, whereas flying takes two and a half hours. Yeah. You know, so, uh, and, and also, maybe, and on the flip side of that, ask yourself the question of like, why do you need to fly these long distances anyway? And no, are, are you actually getting something out of this, these, these journeys anyway? And is there, is, there, is there any way you can get that sort of the same sort of thing out of something that's closer to you as well? Yeah. Just reframing that idea of holidays. But don't, don't hamstring yourself into like being this one thing. It goes back to actually talking about, um, we had an episode where it said, have you ever considered a more plant-based diet? I think it sort of feeds into that as well, that, you know, don't feel you have to label yourself as a vegan. Don't feel you have to label yourself as a, as a, as a carnivore, you know, whatever works for you. But just as the, as the title of this podcast says, have you ever considered? That is the question. It's a very nice plug of one of our previous episodes. And, you know, I would be also uh, curious to hear from our listeners, from you guys and gals, you know, how, at what, at what point those changes in behavior will make a difference? Because my, my point is like my, my big, big item here is this, this ghost flights, that those flights are going anyway. And, and, and I think that there might be a time and there will be a time where the industry will start changing in a way that those individual choices will make a difference. I just don't feel like they make any difference right now, other than maybe easing us into the new reality where those flights are not going to be neither that cheap or that easy in the future. All right, that's it for today. Let us know what you think. Send us an email or contact us on social media. You can find the links in the show's description. Oh, and don't forget to tune in for the next installment of the podcast where we ask, have you ever considered...